Welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Donovan. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real-life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. We have today, our guest, everyone, is Shelby Struther, who provides druidic style healing, astrology, tarot, and crystal specialization to clients with the goal of helping their souls to ascend into their highest self. Shelby leverages her divine compassion and empathic gifts to translate through energy healing with tarot and oracle. Her sessions are a powerful, relatable, and positive experience. She is in San Diego, California, but offers all her services virtually as well. So you can get in on this. Shelby, thank you for coming. We are so excited to have you. Thank you for inviting me. I live for a woman podcast. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Should we even talk about how we found you? Because I think it's kind of an interesting story. Yes. Um, So I... I'm a reality TV fiend. Sarah shakes her head at me, but <laughs> I listen to the Bachelorette podcast, the Bachelor, the be blow deck, this, that, whatever, housewives bullshit. I, I'm in. And so I was listening to one of the official Bachelor uh, podcasts, Bachelor Happy Hour, and Becca Kufrin, who is a past Bachelorette, had met you. Yes. <laughs> at a like San Diego, what was it, like a farmer's market? It was just, I thought she was just a normal person coming to the booth I was working just yeah. to get some kind of energy bracelet. And I had no fucking idea. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can swear. We swear all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, living. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I had no idea that she was actually someone who had been on TV. I don't watch TV very often. And if no, I okay. do, I'm watching documentaries and black and white movies. So mm-hmm. uh, I had no clue. Had no cameras around her. It was just a day with her and Thomas on a date. Like I had right. no idea they were going to get engaged that night. I had no idea what they were about. I just wanted to sell two bracelets to two people who I saw in deep love. They were just deeply so in love. And I felt called to give her a reading because I guess her father has passed away. And I think he wanted to say, I approve of this guy marrying you. And it just felt right. You know, it's amazing. I don't know. that's so cool. Yeah. And so I heard her story about meeting Shelby and the messages Shelby gave her just through buying this bracelet. And then she was talking about her and I, 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 maybe I go with it too often, but I am like a very intuitive person. And when I just get a hit of something, I was like immediate, I was in the Trader Joe's parking lot. Okay. Like grocery shopping. And I heard your name and I heard this story and I immediately messaged you like there in the parking lot. I said, she needs to be on the podcast. Like, I just feel it. She needs to, and I didn't know if you would answer, of course, but I thought, you know what, this could work. I just feel like she would be awesome. So I'm so glad it worked out. And what a weird, fun I'm story so for you, because, you know, I'm 32, so I am behind on the social media and I need to figure it out. So this is working, <laughs> working now. Excellent. Well, hey, we're happy to contribute however we can to that. So leading right into it then. So how, how long have you been reading clients? I guess, first of all, you said 32 years old. When did you first know that you had a gift? Okay. So I was always a weird kid. I'm a Pisces sun, Pisces rising, Scorpio dark moon. So I'm literally ethereally like crazy to begin with. (laughs) So, um, 
I was always highly intuitive and very, very like ahead of my time as a child. Like I was in the 80 year old kid who would have the sunglasses, like reading like Keats in first grade and the like floppy sun hats. Like, yes. I think that I always had it, but I really gained it when I accessed um, during the COVID time. I had a lot of downtime to really reheal and find myself. I always did tarot for fun. I always had crystals for fun. I was always kind of predicting things for people before I was a bartender. So people would come to see me with their emotional problems and I could read through them for some reason so easily and be like, this is your problem, Ted, you know, or this kind of thing. And then I really honed, I'm, I'm very artistic. So I play a lot of music and I draw a lot. So I started to hone in on imagery how can I, how can I hone my skills? And with tarot, there's images on the cards. And then it was just rapid, crazy change. You know, I did a 180 in my life. I stopped going to bars. I stopped going out. I cut a lot of people out of my life. I moved from the smallest town in Virginia, Fredericksburg. I don't know. If wow. You know. Yes. Okay. Small little town outside DC. And I was like, I'm going to California. I don't know why, but I'm just going to, I'm going to try and make it. And then the rest is history. It's That's so incredible. random. I know it's so random. <laughs> Do you but, like it though? Are you I, like feeling your vibe in San Diego? I have become the woman I always wanted to be. Mm. It just took me 30 years to get there. And I'm not, you know, I'm not sad about it, but what I want to do now is I want to find these beautiful, impressionable women who are like lost. And I'm like, let's find it, girl. You're young. Let's get you on your mission. Let's get you out there. And so that's become my new life passion is to with this next generation of women coming in, especially, and men, specifically men too, tap into your higher self. Who are you at your core? Let's be authentic. So. Yes. Yeah. We love that. That's amazing. Now, how does your, I know it's hard to describe, but how does your psychic ability sort of work? Because you do say, you know, you're, you're an astrologist, you're a psychic. Do you hear messages from guides? Do you see imagery? Like you said, like, how does it sort of manifest you know yeah is i have every clear sense except for buoyancy so okay. when people come to see me they're always like oh can you see dead people can you see this and i'm like i can see shadows or i can feel like i saw something sit next to you or if i'm in a dark room i can actually make it out or i can scry into like water but i'm not gonna see six cents like i see dead people. <laughs> right <laughs> so, um so i'm clairsentient So if you're sitting in front of me, I can actually, as I speak to you, I start to tap into your body and I connect my soul to your soul. And I can go through your chakras while we're talking and see blockages. I can also feel where you have bodily pain and what you need to release. And I can feel where trauma as you speak has lived in your body. So I'm very sentient. Wow. Audience is my proficiency. I love music. I actually have to listen to it to calm my brain down because I'm constantly getting voices of coming through or people who want to speak like, um, Sarah, who's Sarah? Sorry. That's, me. That's okay. Someone wants to come through for you, but we're going to, we're going to, oh, I'd be so that. excited. <laughs> it doesn't shock me actually. So I would be, actually, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's it. But like, see what I'm saying? Right. Like I can't even go to the grocery store. I'm like brown noise. I have to listen to like classical music often. So you're not just bombarded by the people you're walking by. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it was, it's kind of weird. Cause, um, you know, like I said, I used to numb myself. I would drink or go out and be social and involve myself in others' lives. So that way it got really silent and I isolated and got sober and stopped going and like, uh, changing dynamics. It became so much. Sure. And then I am claircognizant. I just know things without knowing why. 
That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> I know it drives like it drives my husband crazy when I'm like, just I, I just know, just please trust just trust me. this. <laughs> women, are, women are the most intuitive, beautiful beings in the world. I mean, like essentially, you're a portal between both realities. You bring life to Earth. So, like you, especially, and when you become a mom, that intuition just clicks in. Yeah. I have never had a child, but I imagine that when I get one, it's going to be, you're going to be off the charts. Yes. Yes. 100%, 100%. So tell us a little bit about the, well, the services that you offer. First of all, we did a little bit of, you know, kind of digging around on your website. So why, why those specific vehicles? Why did you choose? Why tarot? How do you use astrology? And I was really interested in the birth chart for children. What sorts of things can that tell you about, about a child? So, you know, like I had a really um, difficult time growing up. My parents were not very, um, they were very different souls who were like twin flame, but they were hot and cold. And my mom was actually very religious growing up. So like any of the things I'm doing, I would have been burned at the stake probably 800 years ago before. So I kind of did that stuff, but growing up in such a, I wouldn't say toxic because my dad's probably watching. Hey dad. Um, but I would say, you know, I wish there would have been a way for them to know me better and to prepare because I am so different from everyone in my family. And so it was a really big thing for me when I created my business to have a safe place for children because children are our future. They are the pillars of what's going to come in. And I often feel like wounding starts in your childhood years. And if we can kind of give people caveats or a little bit of information, especially for new parents who are already lost trying to figure it out as they go, how they can better understand their child to be or know, hey, your child's coming in with this weakness or this wound. And how can we facilitate safety and validation and love for them so they can grow into their highest self without insecurity, fear, doubt, anxiety. And I've actually suffered all of those things. Mm -hmm. I've had a very traumatic childhood into adulthood to be able to relate me to the clients that I have. And then the second thing is, no one wants to go to a psychic and have to pay all this money and be like on the hook. I hate these right. on the hook psychics like, oh, $300, come back and see me. I'll give you the second part of your reading. People think I'm expensive, but I look at it this way. I'm 144.44 for a first time client. And in that session, you get your birth chart. You get an analysis from me, your weaknesses, your strengths, your wounds, your karmic blockages. You get your life purpose, the job you need to have in your life purpose, a 46 page PDF for you to have tangibly in an hour tarot session afterwards to channel. I am a one-stop shop. I book now and like, <laughs> you want to give your website after that one? <laughs> no, that's amazing. You know, no, and like, here's the thing is I don't need to chase clients either because I believe that the energy of my heart and what I am standing for is going to attract people who are like-minded to me. Right. So if someone wants to book with me, I don't, they're always like, you could market, you could make so much money. And I was like, but I'm not in this for money. You know, like if I was in it for money, like clearly I would be on TikTok 25 hours a day or always streaming or like marketing and paying all these things. But I actually like to give back more than like I keep. I just want to help the world evolve because to me, that's the legacy I want to leave. Sure. You know, a healthy, happy world. Right. And also like, stop coming back to see me. Like, that's annoying. Like, I don't like do your own work, you yeah. know, like, yeah. And like, true. that's the thing that people always forget about their spirituality. 
You know, it's like they think they need a teacher or a guru or someone that they have to cling to to create a personality for them. But you are your own teacher. I just give you the tools. I'm an illusion of what you need to hear mm-hmm. for you to just kind of receive what you need. And then you take with what I give you and you go find yourself. Sure. You know, that's kind of how I'm different than right. the majority of the clients and psychics you see you know, out there. So, right. You know what? It's the same thing with therapy. I mean, you should never be with a therapist for years and years and years on end. Like that's not, that's probably not okay. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. So it's no different for spiritual healing as well. So that's huge. Thank you for that. That is awesome. So then what do you start with, with a client? Like, do you do the, the astrology birth chart? Does that give you like a starting point? Like how do we help people listening to find uh, the first steps of where they could go to kind of get to this higher element. Well, first thing I do is I say, hi, yeah. I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like, why do you want this? Right. I have to, and I know that this is a part that a lot of people don't talk about is weeding through the, like the dirt. Like I will get people, especially with this podcast. I am grateful for the bachelor one that I was on, but it did bring a lot of people to me. Cause they're like, I just want to, I'm in love with this guy. Oh God. Like, I'm not the one. I am not the one for you go flip your own tarot cards. Like you cannot manipulate free will. I had someone call me yesterday asking for a love spell. I'm like, I think that that is such a compliment to the fact that you think I'm this high priestess witch from like Wizard of Oz, but I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sarah, mark off that question. She, oh, she can't give you it off. <laughs> she can't give that to you. Well, I, I usually just start with like an introduction. Like, what are you looking for? And yeah. then if they match what I align to, then I book them. I never book someone unless I know that they are in alignment with me. Otherwise it's wasted money on their end and wasted time on mine. And girl, I like to travel. So you're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's huge. And then I kind of listen to source uh, or whatever you want to call your divine creation. And I, I kind of just say, Hey, what does this person need the most? And I will often be able to say, oh, they're going through a grief or a loss, or they've been feeling really alienated where they, they don't feel like they belong to anything. And now they're leaving one group and moving to a next, or they're closing a chapter and going into another one. Um, so I try to give them very nurturing. And you know what? I've had nothing but female clients the last two years. So I'm living for this movement of women coming into their own power. But recently I've been getting men and I'm like really about it. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. 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 If a man's coming to me, like, I'm like, I'll give you a free reading. I, I just want to like help the patriarchy here. Like let's, let's go. Right. You need to understand gentlemen. <laughs> we need a little bit of influence we here. No, that's great though. Yeah. yeah because so usually women are more open to it. I find. Well, I think that it's more so like a pride thing. You know, if you really boil down what the male essence is, and I'm not saying all men who are listening to this, right. if you're, but you're already ahead. I think that, you know, they're raised, you have to be strong and you have to be um, resilient. And no matter what your emotional standpoint is, like you have to just be stoic and you have to always know something and to have to ask for any kind of help, especially in mental health with men, which is what I'm actually trying to shift is it's okay to be sad. It is okay to be lost. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to need someone to carry you while you're going through the darkest part of your life. It's okay. Yeah. It's Okay. It's okay not to know everything. Yeah. It's okay not to have the answer for everything. And you're right. Absolutely. It's mm, yes. And if someone's coming to you, I think that they're searching a little bit and they're open, which is cool yeah. because then you can sort of help them on their way. Now, we don't understand a lot about astrology. We try. Yeah. We're into it. I mean, we're, we try, but we have just kind of gotten into the basics. What does someone need to know to access like a basic understanding of their signs and meanings? Okay. So I think that everyone 
since the age of like 10, you're like, what's my Zodiac? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, like, um, you look that one up. That's what we call our sun sign. So like our sun sign is just like our, our outward expression of who we are. It's like, when you look at me, you see like this ethereal kind of like interesting weirdo, like solitary girl. Uh, I'm a Pisces sun. So it matches. So um, you can start with just knowing your sun sign, but where you want to really learn is like so many cooler placements. Like I'm a Pisces sun, but I'm a Scorpio dark moon to have a dark moon in Scorpio means it's specifically in your eighth house where Scorpio typically resides. It means that I will constantly be in contact with death my entire life. So my Lilith moon is in Scorpio. I have another, I have a double tangent caveat where I have a Capricorn stellium. I have three planets in the state, the same location in my 10th house, which is a career marker. Capricorns, if you know anything about a Capricorn, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. Roll all over you. She is going to get to the top. She's the goat. She's ahead of her time. She's a goddess, right? So I have this powerhouse stellium. I have these beautiful water moons, triple water sign with my dark moon, all of this really, really cool stuff. But then I have like Jupiter and Cancer, like, like I can't, can't manifest shit. Like, you know, learning different placements, but I'm going to give today something that I've been gatekeeping for a minute because I'm like, this is how I stay in business, but whatever, fuck it. Let's just do it. So here are three major points that you need to learn about yourself. Your rising sign is your ego. With your rising sign, this is going to be how you relate to people around you. And when you go to go, I'm a Pisces, read my horoscope, you're not a Pisces, you're your rising sign. Luckily for me, I'm a Pisces rising, so it's the same sign. Same, yeah. The rising sign is the zodiac you need to look up every single day to know your horoscope, not your sun sign. Not the sun sign, okay. Sign. Wow, okay. Not only that, but your rising sign is your superpower. It is what you need to overcome to access your power. You have to get through your ego to get to your soul. So ego death, ego growth, ego death again, spiritual growth, right? We, it's a cycle that keeps going and going and going. I'll use mine, for example, because I just have mine memorized. Uh, Pisces rising. So we are the rarest uh, rising sign because Pisces sits only there for 30 minutes every single day. So to be a Pisces rising, Essentially, you are just a walking little earth angel. You love everyone. You're a chameleon. You go into all different groups. You can flow. You're an artist. Uh, Kurt Cobain, great example. Okay. Okay. Very tortured soul, but just knows how to get through death and walk through it easily. So that's kind of like my ego. So my whole life, I was like, I know everything because I already have a connection. You know, I really had to get through that, like learning how to approach people and not be like, I'm a know-it-all just because I'm a know-it-all. I'm a know-it-all because I actually can go to it, get the answer and come down. But I need to learn how to not be so overbearing with knowledge sometimes. And that was something that I'm learning how to overcome. And everyone's got a weakness, right? Second point, your mid-haven. Your mid-haven is your money maker. All right. So your mid-haven is going to tell you why, what job how you need to be and where you need to go for your life's mission. So when your soul incarnates, it comes here and it says, Hey, remember that last life you did? You failed big F like you need to grow some more or, Hey, do you want to volunteer and go down here? Humans need some help. And you're like, okay, I'll go back again for the 300th time. Why not? People come to earth as a school. So people are always afraid of like hell and these hell ascension loops and 
hell is all it is is guilt and shame that you keep yourself stuck on hell isn't a real construct there is no horrible place we go every soul comes from the same pure place people choose with their free will to make mistakes and to to do bad things and even those souls get to go back and re-educate themselves and have to pay their penance and maybe have to come back and get what we call karma right right oh there we go so your midhaven wherever that's located it's always in the ninth of the tenth house that is what your job or how you need to travel the world to communicate in to like achieve your life's purpose. So for example, I'm a Midhaven in Sagittarius, very much like Elvis, by the way, Elvis was a Midhaven in Sagittarius. So I need to travel. I need to be around music. I need to be in a higher education. Mine's in the ninth house. So it's all about truth. I'm going to be a blunt sort of truth. I'm going to come in and I'm going to wreck things, rectify things, reflip things, move them. Um, so my happiest job is doing what I do now. Like I travel, I meet new people around the world. I go into different places. I work there for a little bit. I'm not attached to a job because I'll go to another job. I'll move to a different city every three years. It's just kind of how my soul needs to operate to be me. Then once you master that midhaven, you can look in, is it a feminine sign? Do I need to be more feminine with my energy? Is it a masculine sign? Do I need to be more masculine? Sagittarius, we know is a masculine sign. It's fire, it's passion. I have to be passionate. I have to be strong. I have to provide. I have to bring something to the collective to change and shift humanity. That's how I, there you go. Yes. Right. Right. Beforehand I was a bartender. So wasn't living in my passion was unhappy, was not fulfilled. And when you're not in your design plan for yourself, you're not going to achieve what your soul came here for. And that's when people come and they say, I feel lost Mm -hmm. because their soul can say, I remember why I came here but I don't know what I'm doing with myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's that final marker. We call it the dragon's head and the dragon's tail because it's the North and the South. This is called your North node and your South node. If you're just going to make it easy, but it's Aratu and K2. They're your markers on your birth chart. They look like little headphones, little headphones upside down or up in uh, just like on your ears or upside down. The ones that look like they're on your ears, the right way, the headphones, that's your North node. That is what your life's sole mission is to do in this lifetime to achieve its incarnation uh, intention that it came here with. So um, my North node is an Aquarius. I'm in the age of Aquarius and I've done a little backtracking on my birth chart. My soul always incarnates during what we call golden ages. I lived during golden age Hollywood in my last life. In the last life before that, I lived in the golden ages of France. And then before that, way before that, who knows? It goes on and on and on and on. My North node is Aquarius. So to say whatever house it'll be in will be where your life's mission impacts the world or impacts yourself. And then whatever Zodiac sign it's in is going to be what the purpose is. So I am a 11th house Aquarius North node. The 11th house is for what? Community giving back. So I need to be in a community mindset or be working towards a humanitarianism cause with that Sagittarius Midhaven job placement to be fulfilled. The 11th house also represents astrology, astronomy, and psychic placement. 
just got a whole like college co- course, yeah. like an entire semester's worth of stuff and just what you just gave. <laughs> well, there's That's so amazing. much to unpack. Yeah. And you know what? I'm so tired of people on here knowing how to do this and not actually changing the world and just making money off of people. Like I saw someone charging $500 for just what I just told you. And I'm like, amazing. if anyone knew that this knowledge was out there, they could just solve their own problems. So I'm tired of gatekeeping it. I'm tired of it. Like if you want to see me because you want help doing it, do it. But like also just go do it yourself. Sure. And by that, you mean like the birth chart to really understand where your placements are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Come see me if you want your placements and come see me if you want to know like more in depth things like your karmas and all that. Like you're not going to know that, but these like three major placements, anyone can find it. Anyone can do it. Sure. Sure. So we have the North node in Aquarius for me, right? Your North node is what your purpose is. Aquarius is social media. It's trends, it's technology, it's the future. So I am future thinking for humanitarianism on a level in which I travel the world. I have to be doing something in that to be fulfilling my destiny. Then we go to our South node. Our South node is what we've already mastered or what we have already completed in our past lives. So if you're like, what was I in my past life? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's so really cool. my North node is Aquarius, which means you go directly opposite and it's going to be Leo. So in my past life, I was famous. I was someone who was in the public eye. I was someone who was either royalty, a politician, a performer. I know who I was because I died in West Hollywood because my Pluto line on astrophotography, but we'll talk about that another day. Your past life is your comfort zone. This is where you're comfortable. So in my past life, I maybe was a little bit more selfish. I was used to people loving and fawning and adoring me because I was a public figure of some kind, or people celebrated me and I had talent. I was a maybe a music performer. I was a, a Hollywood actress. I was a politician. So I had these natural abilities to kind of be self-centered or serving. So I had to overcome that growing up, but I gained I can, I can have a conversation where most people can't do this. I'm look, I'm entertaining you as we talk. Like I can utilize qualities of my South node, not the negative qualities that you need to let go of, but the positive to implement towards the future. So a gift that I have is I'm not afraid to lead people in front of me and be on stage to show people what they need to know. But instead of making it about me, I'm making it about you. That's where my soul needed to grow. So I went from being the one being watched to watching others. So that's what we call observational soul growth. What you did in one life, you've learned. So now you're going to go come in this life and watch what it was like on the other side of how you treated people. So make sure you do better because you messed up. Right. 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 Very cool. That's amazing. Hey, I love, I know. Awesome. What I love about all of it too, is it's so many tools. It's like, here's your chart. Now here's what you were. Here's what you should be. Here's what you can use. Here's your strengths. Here's what you need to work through. I mean, that's so many things you can give someone just with their chart. I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And like you said, it's something that it's not difficult to find those things, to find those initial elements. Like you said, maybe what to do with them could be, I mean, it's just been hidden from us. I feel like, you know, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but personally, I feel like all of these beautiful sacred things that have been celebrated and practiced for so long are actually the things that are hidden from us for a reason. Like what would the world be if everyone had their superpowers? What would the world be like if everyone knew 
how to be happy. You could not control them. You can't have the sheep being herded by the shepherd. Everyone would be working in unison. There would be no more confusion. There would be no more Tower of Babel or whatever you want to call it, where no one can talk the same language. We would all be one. And that is my mission. I will die hell bent on this. I am here to bring back unity. Yeah. Whether it's making women feel empowered or men feel safe or just creating a community that is judgment-free and open-minded, that is solely what I'm doing. And I don't care about the money. I don't care about the fame. I don't care about the accolades. I just want everyone to realize that when you look at someone across the street, if they're homeless or if they're in a better house and they're richer in the hills in Hollywood, you're the same. That's amazing. So that's it, really. <laughs> now, can I jump into something you said about past lives? Because I love that. And I've heard different like takes on it. But you can see someone's past life. Can you see yeah. multiple? Like, do you know if so? Or is there a kind of a difference? Like you look at one person, you're like, you're a relatively new soul. Or there's someone who's been around. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So like, I'm an old soul, clearly. Right. Because I have all this weird knowledge. I'm like, I'm just very like, I'm, I'm back again. <laughs> I'm back again. I'm here just to entertain you this one more time. Uh-huh. <laughs> one more time. Like, and I actually in this incarnation, I volunteered to come back. So my soul said, look, earth is fucking up. Like, yeah. you know, some shit. I did a bunch of schooling. So I, I meditated to see what my kind like why I came down. And I've gotten to the place where I was like, my soul was like very selfless. It said, I don't care what I have to do. I will suffer through all of this to have all this experience to try and help humanity and to relate to the people that will come to see me on every different level, death, life, sex changes, transitions, movements, everything. And I will move around the world to even learn cultures, right? So um, I, I came with the intention to go, it needs help. I have these gifts and I'm a teacher. That's why I'm here. But when I look at someone like um, Sarah, you are new, newer soul, because you're very observational. You would love life. It's still fun. It's still like experience. You feel like you have a lot to do. You're still go, 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 go. Whereas you know, my love, you are a very old soul. You're very tired old soul. (laughs) And you can always tell people, Hey, I'm tired. I don't know why I'm tired, but like, even when I was like a kid, I was just like, I'm just so tired. My soul, my mom, my soul is tired. And she would be like, you're 16. How are you? I love that just so tired. Also, typically with old souls, they advance quickest. They are the ones who are walking fastest when they're born. So if you have a baby that's like running at nine months, you're like this. All right. You've been here. You, you figured it out again. Welcome back. You know? Right. They're always studying. They're in the books or they're, they just have like an interesting information system of processing. So since you're the multidimensional mom podcast, I will say, Here's a secret I haven't told a lot of people. Between the ages of birth and five years old, a child has no karma. It has not created its karma. It has not brought in its karma from past lives. It is in what's called a theta delta dream state. Mm -hmm. So a baby, everything it's listening to, everything that you're saying around it, what you're putting on the TV, how you're teaching it to use sensory is dreamlike state and that will manifest their reality as they grow. So conscientious of what you're having your child here, listen, be surrounded by energy, have them in the earth, let them touch what, let them walk barefoot, let them taste, let them be babies. We have taught our babies to grow up so fast because we want to push them through it, but no, no, no. Every moment that they are in that dream state, they are creating the reality. If you want your kid to be successful, you looked at its birth chart, you see, it's going to be a doctor and your baby's over here playing with rocks and knocking them. Just let it do it. Just let it be a baby. (laughs) 
to grow him up right. so fast. He doesn't need Einstein. He doesn't, he doesn't need 75 light up toys that are going to overstimulate his senses. He has to learn his senses or her senses. But again, once they start talking, that's when it's really cool. So I have a niece who's five. And so the last three years of her life, I've been like, every day. But she weirdly says, because I'm like, this could be a key. This who she was. Key for or it could be like something she's bringing in. So she came to me one day and she goes, Aunt TT, I've had enough. And I was like, you're three. Like, what have you had? A-? She goes, listen. She said, my mom. So my mom at the time, my mom, obviously tumultuous person. Mimi is a bitch, is what she said. And I was like, you're three. And she goes, no, Mimi's been a bitch in many lives. And I was like, well, can you tell me more? And she's like, listen, Mimi never listens to other people. And that's why she has to keep coming back here. And I was like, oh, duly noted. I said, why are you here? She goes, to teach Mimi some karma. Here we go. So then when she turned four, we had like a little birthday party for her. And she was like, she's very much like me. So she's an Aquarius Pisces cusp, which is interesting because my sister's an Aquarius and I'm a Pisces and our, we have never really gotten along because we're very different personality types. She's like the dark twin. I'm the light twin. We compliment. Anyway, I think we were enemies in a past life. So that's why we had to be sisters to learn how to eat. But I, I love her and we're getting better as we age, but it's interesting because she, the baby, is the cusp between her and me to come together. So you see what purpose she's serving? Yeah. Lovely. Beautiful. And I'm so grateful for my niece. I'm so thankful if my sister's watching this. She's got a Leo North node. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and TT. So she's going to be a performer. So her big thing now is I'm going to be famous. Whereas, so she's telling you before her karma starts setting in and she has to go through her own soul contracts. I need to be famous. I want to be this. And this goes back to when you're a kid. I always ask my clients, what did you want to be when you wanted to grow up when you were six? Yeah. And some of you were like, oh, I want to be this and this and this. And I'm like, why aren't you that? Because that's what you were supposed to be. But your parents told you different or they said, you can't be like that. You have to be this or you have to be that. So society took away your dreams and it made you become something you weren't. And that's why you feel lost because for 30 years, you've been an accountant, Ted, and you're meant yeah. <laughs> a veterinarian. It's so you're meant that's to be a veterinarian. MDM, the store is up and running, and we are so excited. So come check it out for your mom swag. Tanks, tees, long sleeve shirts, canvas bags, makeup pouches, mugs. We have all of it in three mystical designs. So visit www.mdmthestore.com and all purchases help support the podcast. So check us out. Okay, so you were saying what did we want to be when we were small? Yeah, like what did you want to I'm so interested in what Sarah's supposed to be. I want to know. I don't, yeah, I am interested because I don't know what the hell I want to be when I grow up still. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny though, because we were just talking about it while we were getting all this set up. And like anytime I played pretend, it was like, I was always going to be a teacher or I was always going to be somebody like that. Call me teacher as soon as uh, I heard teacher while we, you guys were talking, but I was going to grab the cards to see a teacher of what? But uh, see, that's interesting because the, I went a little bit further and said, but see, I actually was going, I studied when I was in college, I was going to be an English teacher. And then I tried it and I was like, no, I don't, I don't like this at all. I wanted to do like English and theater, but the one thing I always played and anytime we played pretend I was always a mom, didn't matter what it was. It said, stop. Just a mom. Okay. So I heard, 
I heard mom, yeah. but then I also teacher. So I was like, well, she's already a mom. So cross it off the checklist. So let me just get in real quick and ask a source. Let's see what's for Sarah. So, you know, right out the gate cards flipping out for you. So this is just how I'm going to get intuitive with you. I don't read cards like you see on tarot where it's like 10 of cups. Ah, he broke your heart. I'm going to read it intuitively. That's fine. You've been unstuck for a little bit. You worked your way out of a little hole. You were in for a good chunk of time. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, family was interesting for you growing up. It almost felt like you were very, um, taking care of everybody but yourself. I will say that you were like emotionally needed on all levels with every different family. Yeah. Or you're very powerful. The magician, you actually can kind of create things oddly. You're very lucky. You're naturally lucky. And this is really cool to see someone who's so lucky because I'm like, oh, what does she do? (laughs) (laughs) Partnership you're in. Are you married? Soulmate. That's really cool. Are you getting away from being in the church? <laughs> I never, I was never there, but yeah, that was. From the religious family. Oh, that's, that's my husband. Yeah. Okay. Is he trying to open up to this? It's like, weird for him. do you know what's interesting? Yeah. He's, he's, he thinks it's weird, but he like appreciates that I do it. You kind of thing, yeah. you know? So this shows me that your husband is going to come around to it, but in his own way and don't push him. It's not your job. Awesome. He's got to find him. Awesome. Maybe he'll do a birth chart with me. <laughs> I should. I should. Yeah. Okay. Queen of Wands. You got a lot of desires right now. And I think you're going through a phase where you're thinking about doing your hair, makeup, maybe a new vibe for yourself. (laughs) As a matter of fact, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, should I just shave the side of my head and just go for that? Like, should I do that? I have so like let's talk flip around. 30 years of going through things and and emotional distress and duress. And I just like take it off. Just give it and then I kept it. And then I kept it and I kept it. And I was like, this is, it's so freeing. It's like sexy. It's like masculine, feminine balance. That's yes. That's very cool. All right. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You've just convinced me. That's what we'll be doing after that. Oh my God. This is how I end up in some like tawdry situation. Sometimes I I just told you to get a haircut, you know, like maybe didn't tell you to move cross country. Jesus. (laughs) Let go, let go of your pain. Hold on a second. They're sending me a message, but I got to look up what this word is. It's, uh, it's an ancient, it's an ancient derelict. One, two, three, Are you Greek? Greek? No. Do you have attachment to Greece? Not particularly. Have you ever wanted to go to Greece? Um, it's funny you say that. I was thinking about it the other day, just because I'm starting to step into the waters of being a travel agent. And there's people that I know that are, that are doing stuff with Greece right now. And I was like, yeah, that's where we should go. You need to go to a place called Pathos. I don't know what that okay. means. If Pathos is a city or if it's a state, um, that's where you need to go. Pathos. All right. So I don't know. That's why I just, I Googled it. I straight up looked at it and I was like, what, what is Pathos? <laughs> anyway, so then we have one, two, three, four, five, five of cups. You're an optimistic person. You're not someone who's going to be pessimistic. Right. I love this for you. Okay. This is literally my life is exploding, but I am going to smile. So <laughs> that great. sounds right. The moon, you are finally at a level. People always read the moon as like, oh, I can't ask any more questions or your subconscious is hiding you. Me as a tarot reader, my favorite thing to say is the moon says, now you're at an age where you can look back at the mistakes of your life and you're not going, why? You're saying, thank you. You're looking back at it with discernment, but you're also looking back without 
any anger or disillusionment, you're sitting here and saying, hey, you know, all of that needed to happen to me and I'm going to stop asking why or feeling victimized by it and I'm going to start moving forward. Okay. Ooh. Five of wands. Passion, passion, passion. You're in a very beautiful marriage. You're in one of those ones that is just like a fairy tale. Happy Thank for you. you. And then here, just show me what she needs, not who she is. I mean, I know she is. Okay. Oh, oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. So whatever you're going to do next, you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to make a lot of money. You're going to be very abundant. Right. So this, like whatever you're crafting and creating is actually going to be like how you need to grow and become and change. So this is going to be girl right. you're on it. So whatever you're making money. All right. Two of swords. You're fighting yourself. Why? It's a good question. Yeah. Why are you fighting yourself? Oh God. You know what? You know why? Because as you said, I just unloaded my full-time job that I'd had for 15 years. This is all new. I'm being a mom. I'm just being a mom right now. And I'm right. finding that I'm sort of panicking about it because it's like, is this all I should be doing? Am I, I, I feel like if I'm not actively trying to find the career thing right now in this moment, then I've failed, but I think I need to step back and just kind of like, enjoy the baby. The money will come. This is more saying that you are your own worst enemy and you're at a divine why. You know, if you go left, you can continue down a path that is very familiar and comfortable to you, but also you can go right. Now, here we go. We got four of wands, but this is ethereal because I'm a druid. So I don't read it like you're going to get money. I read it like the seasons are going to change rapidly for you. This growth that you're about to have, spring, summer, winter, fall, get ready for it because one year's time from today, I'm prophet, like I'm being prophetic right now. One year's time from today, you'll be in your happiest, balanced career field that you've ever been in your entire life. Awesome. So make awesome. it happen. I will. Carry it coming in. It's coming in. It's justice. It's it's overdue. It's time. And this also means someone will be bringing you a message of your future. I don't know who that could be. All right. That's amazing. So Thank yeah. you, Shelby. That was, yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, I'm very ready. Show me, Soros, what we need to know. Look at these cards popping out here. Guys, on my TikTok, if you want to tune into the Multidimensional Mom podcast for any moms out there, these ladies keep it spiritual and sassy. The 24th <laughs> Keeping it spiritual. I think you just gave us our tagline. I love it. I'm writing it down. All right. Ooh, the Hierophant. You're moving away from the morality in which your parents instilled in you. You were taught you had to be a baby boomer baby. You were like going to work hard till the day you die. I don't know why I'm having a country or accent. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Um, Illinois. Okay. Close enough. Midwestern. Yes. It's very like, I see like, I'm seeing a lot of cornfields. Yes. I'm seeing a lot of like, uh, like gardening. Like you just had to grow up like kind of rural. Mm -hmm. Like, and you were always like, I'm a big city girl stuck in a small town like, this is not what I want to be but it's actually comforting to you now that you are a mother you return it's like very full circle something tells me that when you were younger you were like get me the out yes. of here it was like I can't be here anymore I can't be here I'm, I'm dying I'm suffocating in this energy this isn't what I want to be in I want to grow I want to experience I want to be Carrie Bradshaw sex in the city <laughs> and then you just came back and you're like okay I'm tired now I'll put my feet up and I like it here so interesting night of wands ooh are you in a relationship? Yes. Is it spicy? Um, not particularly right now. <laughs> so it's like immature childish energy in a good way. It's like, um, he's very fun still. He hasn't like given into like full dad bod. He's not like full, like over the world. Like he's still like, 
You right. want to drink margaritas and go to Disneyland together? And you're like, yeah. I love that. The star, you are actually now in alignment with your soul's destiny. This card says we are finally authentically shining our true selves. We are finally showing who we really are to the world. And we've learned our boundaries. We've learned balance. We've learned divine timing. We've learned ethics. And we know we have a mission. Now we're starting it. So the star girl, get your shit on. Queen of Cups, you're very emotional but you're rational. And the queen of cups, I love her. I'm a, I'm a water sign. So like queen of cups also can represent a water sign woman or with water placement or has a child that's a water sign that they nurture. She is divine feminine at her core. She is the embodiment of nurturing, loving etherealism. I will say that between the two of you, you're more masculine and you're more, and you balance each other so beautifully. Uh, So this podcast is definitely going to take good stock. Queen of cups again, emotionally balanced and i have a little pisces that you say that ah! my oldest is a pisces old soul yeah. then most likely pisces they've been there they've done that they've seen it they're the last zodiac they encompass all the different characteristics of all the other zodiac signs so if you got a pisces pay attention because that baby is in light 10 it's going to tell you um, my mom used to say when i was little in my baby book she's always grabbing me by the face and saying listen to me <laughs> Because it's an old little wise teacher. So anything your baby says, I'm listening because you know it all. Five, six, seven, eight. Eight of cups. Hmm. Why are you sad right now? What emotional depravity are you going through? Yeah, I'm real sad. Um, I'm really connected to animals and we just put down my 13-year-old dog this week. Was it a black dog? No. Who is the black dog? Who has the black dog? Did you have a black dog growing up? No. What is a black dog? What does it represent to you? Maybe it's like a loss. They said black dog. Huh. And on the logo of whatever you do is a black dog image. Hold on. They said black dog. Are you thinking about getting another dog? Yeah, oh. always. Oh. <laughs> I just looked at the next part. Okay. Uh, I would get a black dog. Okay. Look, they said look out for the black dog. All right. Dog. So um, maybe the black dog. This, they said, um, you've been looking in shelters, yeah. not necessarily for a puppy, but maybe something a little bit older. Yeah. And there will be a black dog. Okay. Look out for the black dog. We love oh, that. that's so cool. White socks. White socks. Okay. I don't know why. Interesting. Three of Pentacles. You're collaborating with something. You're growing something. You're developing. You're moving forward. You're you're very creative right now. It's collaboration time. I think you're trying to grow this podcast, but I mean, like that's just me being biased to whatever we're doing right. here. Sure. Uh, and then Knight of Pentacles. Okay, so this means like you are gonna make your money. It's gonna come in. It's gonna come in easily and quick and swift. And I think that you have an idea to create something. You're going through a little period of introspection. And I think that the reason you're actually doing this podcast is less about like personal gain, but more about you want to learn yourself through a podcast, but also help others yes. at the same. So you're actually, as you're having these different entities or people come on this podcast, what you're doing is you're going through that part of your soul's growth at the same time. You have a psychic on, and then maybe next week you'll have a Reiki master. And it's, it's interesting how you're going to be like a conduit of many different things. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. So that's, that's that. Beautiful. That's amazing. I love it. Shelby, this is, yeah, this yeah. is great. He must be tired. Well, I got two people in my group. So right now we are really worthwhile. <laughs> this is huge. You amazing. know, though, people will find you. You, start somewhere. you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like everyone 
always forgets that like when you start out, like everyone that works in immediate gratification, just like you guys, like what you're doing is going to be impactful. You have to see it through. And a lot of my clients are the same way. They come to see me and they're like, I just, I'm not seeing any change. I'm like, it's been three weeks, Kara. (laughs) Okay. Like, right. It's been three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Give yourself a break. You think that I just knew all of this overnight? No, I've been doing this since 2016 full-time. And before that I've been doing it for 10 years, part-time. It just happens. It happens. And you have to learn how to be kind to yourself. Yes. Give yourself grace. That's absolutely the name of this. The grace to grow. So all right. Can we ask you who was coming in for Sarah? Because I cannot <laughs> let that go. I love mediumship stuff. I love messages from the, the beyond. I always ask for it, but no one wants to talk to me, but Sarah, who is wanting to see her? It's a woman. Okay. Do you know who it is? I have a feeling. I want to say it's motherly. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. It's, it's both interesting and not surprising that she's coming through. I want to say she's not the way she's she's very soft-spoken by the way she's nervous she doesn't like to be in the spotlight like very soft-spoken. Mm. oh maybe I don't know who it is then okay <laughs> I don't know but maybe she's just being nice now that she's crossed over you know that's another thing people always like oh like when people die it's uh oh it's just oh I imagine how they were here no they had to go and review their life they realized they fucked up okay <laughs> sure um, sure let's see who I can get through she keeps saying motherly so, or mother. So is your mother passed away? No, my mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. So that's typically a motherly energy. Okay. Yeah. So I would right. say that's mm-hmm. mom, because let's be real. It's, it's someone who helped take care of us. It's someone who helped grow. Us. Sure. All right. And we're going to keep pushing through. I'm seeing that this person was very, um, always put together. This person yes. had to be bangled, always glory, very put together. It yes. had to be someone who was always center of attention. And God, even yeah. if they were, they were like, they would redirect every conversation back to them. Correct. Correct. Um, yes. I get the impression, like she thought she was a queen. Like she thought. She oh my God. Yeah. There was also um, an apology coming through for you. An overdue oh. apology I heard. Okay. Okay. I accept that. She definitely made you feel inferior to who she wanted to end up with her son. Yep. She, uh, she said, you know, now that I've had some distance in time, I realize how great you are for my son. And she kind of had this weird, like, uh, Oedipus-y, uh, Electra complex with him where yeah. she definitely wanted her son to love her very yep. on a level that kind of should end. When yep. Out the house. Uh huh. And yep. I think there was times that she would point out your flaws directly to you in conversation to make you feel submissive. And so she's saying yep. that she did this on purpose, and she's taking accountability, and she's saying that it's unfortunate that you didn't have the relationship that you could have had while she was there, especially with chubby cheeks. <laughs> chubby yeah, cheeks. that's that's my son. Yeah. Uh, She's very- she loved her grandson. She, they, they were very close. And she says, you know what? I'm glad that he doesn't get to really have me impact him the way I was, because it would have been probably the same cycle. Um, there's something with a Lily. What is the Lily? 
the peace offering. Did she have lilies at her funeral on her, on her casket? Probably, probably, you know what? Yeah, we had, uh, and we actually took a lot of them and I pressed them under glass. Yeah. So and we, she, we have she said, um, when she, when she was able to see that part with the lily, it was her way of saying she's giving me full body chills. So this is very important. Uh, she's saying that this was my way of understanding that even when I treated you badly and you could have been happy dancing on my grave, you respected and you honored me and you still showed me love. And I, I'm so, she said, um, deeply sorry for the pain that I've caused you. And you don't have to forgive me, but know that I'm looking after, is his name? No, who's no, 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 it's like, uh, what's his name? What's your son's name? Elliot. Elliot. Why do I want to say no, 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 no. No, no. Wow. That could, I could be, you I mean, tell him when he was around, no, no, don't touch that. No, no. <laughs> Maybe. No, no. Uh, That's funny. Know, or like, you know, again, it's, it's an interesting, you know, I'm trying to keep the connection while we're like doing live stream, but she, no, that's like, fine. I know. That's okay. He's definitely said <sighs> this. Yeah. So impactfully. Wow. Here we go. That's, that's important. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. So thank I hope you. that brings you peace. It does. It does. Yeah. You have yeah. a man. I do. A masculine energy coming through for you. He's old. Okay. Huh. Do you have a grandfather that's dead? Yes, two. <laughs> this is the one that was very, um, like a blue collar, blue collar grandpa. Like he was okay. very earthly and he's just like, good job. He's like proud of you is, are you thinking about having a boy or trying to have another baby? No, I have two boys. Okay. Are you sure you don't want a third? Yes, I'm sure I am done. My body is done. My soul is tired. No, nope, but it is, it's, um, special for that side of the family that I had boys. Yes. He's really proud of you. Yeah. Cool. He's really, really proud. And he's like, I feel like he was like a suspender grandpa. Like, Oh, he, he was absolutely. Okay. okay. That's insane because I'm seeing him like, yes, his suspender yes. Like, talking and like, they did good. Uh, like, I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Um, I think, are you guys thinking about honoring him in some kind of way? Like maybe like adding a name into someone in the family who's having another baby boy. Are you sure that there's not someone in your family pregnant right now having a boy? Not that I know of. Okay. Well pay attention to it because there will be an okay. honoring that will be given to him in the future again. Okay. Present future time's not linear to anybody in the, the ethereal realm. So yeah. Who knows? Who that knows? is cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So that's just, that's it for today. That's all I got. But we love it. All right. Tell everyone where we can find you, Shelby. Well, I'm trying to do TikTok now. Yeah. <laughs> Working on it. Hopefully, hopefully uh, you know, enough people will slowly gain interest in me being an old lady creator. So it's at awakening a win and a win is druidic for, to inspire others to live in balance of their soul. So awakening a win, a W E N. So awakening Awen at TikTok. And then my obviously my Instagram is the fastest, clearest way to get a hold of me. That's how you guys got a hold of me yes. at spiritually sitting pretty underscore. Maybe you guys can include that on your thing. Absolutely. So can, and then my website is www.awakeningawen. And my cell phone number is listed on there. So just hit me up and bang my line and let's get your soul shining. That's amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> you have been so outstanding and it's just really incredible, which is what I thought it would be. Oh, thanks. So glad it out Thank you, you so much. We, I mean, we hope you'll come back in the future. Yeah. 
You want to do another one? Yeah. Do another one. Like we can talk about astrophotography next and I can tell you where to live to be your happiest in the world. Oh, how fun. Let's that. do it. Yes. Idea. We're going to make that happen. Awesome. All right. Shelby, thank you so uh, much. Yes. Have a wonderful Bye. weekend. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you.